Hello everyone, welcome back to another horrific review. Tonight we have Incantation. Now I'll start off by saying I was really excited to see this after having recently watched the, the sadness. Sorry, excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Um after having watched that movie, seeing it was a Taiwanese uh film, I was expecting something of that genre. Um oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> That's the only way to say it. Uh, start off, I'll give you a better premise on the story if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, just come out this year, uh, released in March. I uh, was just released there on Netflix in the UK, anyway. It might be other places, but that's where I saw it. Checked it out there yesterday. The story revolves around a woman called Ronan. It's found footage, so you know already where I'm going with this. Bloody found footage movie and i'm just like oh god here we go it's really hard to do these things right but keep an open mind <laughs> try to keep an open mind and go through it but we've got her making a video she's talking about trying to get anybody who watches the the video to repeat an incantation after she's talking about using the power of your mind to influence things bit of a prime uh sort of get into it so this is supposed to be that somebody's found this video of her and she's left it centers around her and her daughter so you've got ronan dodo her daughter it begins she's just getting her daughter back from care so her daughter's been kept by the state she's just getting um custody released back to her i think under supervision and i think it's because of stuff she was saying it starts becoming clear because we'll start getting flashbacks and this is where Found footage. Found footage is okay as a as a tool, a narrative tool to solve a mystery. But you have to decide. You need the third person perspective. Because the mistake they're making now with these found footage films is they're making it all as if it's found footage, you know. And this one they're using camcorders, everyone's fucking waving a camcorder about really bugs me. It's like nobody does that. I know everyone gets their phones out, but even then, some of the scenes like there's one she hears her daughter crying in the room. You don't pick up the camcorder and run with it. You know what I mean? It just this is where it gets stupid because obviously they're using the lens as the medium, so they have to come up with every excuse in the planet to have the have the camera. And it was the same complaint about um, Archive Eighty One, which had the potential to be an absolutely bloody great uh, series, but when you had the main character running around like a demented banshee waving a camera and plus waving the camera and stuff you know it just doesn't doesn't work it's hard enough you try getting your phone out and taking a decent video and not waving about the place you look at anyone recording stuff and it's their buttons of it it's a, a lot of it in this stage is done badly or on a tripod so it doesn't work um so it turns out Ronan and her boyfriend Dom, I think that's Dodo's father, and another guy, Yuan. Uh, three of them are Ghostbusters, so essentially they're paranormal investigators. And we get flashbacks to this time through the camcorder because <clears throat> they took it to a remote temple and found worshippers of Mother Buddha, which I don't think it's the same. How do we look? I'm not too familiar with Buddhism, so forgive me if I'm ignorant. I am ignorant. I only got a quick uh, glance to figure things out. But 
the mother Buddha character that we're trying this, I don't think it's the mother Buddha in Buddhism. And it could be, um, this is dubbed, by the way, which doesn't help. There's something about when these movies get dubbed in the English, something's lost. That's why I prefer subtitles. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but personally, I prefer because you get the flavor of the actor, you get their emotion on the scene, where when someone's narrating over somebody else's acting pace, it can come across flat, or they get excited in the wrong place. Oh God, there's a scene with the doctor that uh, to try and solve things, just the fast for seven days, then the doctor says, I can't do anything until she eats. Go get her to eat something. You know, because somebody's dubbing over that, it comes across really overexcited than what it should be and doesn't fit. And that's, that's my problem with doubling just over things. Um, but of arrogance of Western culture, let's be honest. You don't have to speak every language in the world, but there's nothing wrong with it preaching in another language and just taking a bit of time to read. Now, not everybody reads fast, I get that. But subtitles are generally quite well done these days. They've been done for years. It was the first form of bringing foreign movies, you know, and sharing art between different cultures. So it's, uh, I think it's a valid form. I've never liked Dublin. I don't think I ever will. Just that's me. Um, and it, it really hurts this movie because I struggled through it. I mean, I think I paused this about three times and I struggled to get through to the end. And by the end of the second act, I'm just like, oh, come on. I know I committed myself to watching this. I can just get through it. And that's the way I felt. I mean, you're feeling that exhausted watching a movie. It's not good. And I watch a lot of foreign movies. And I grew up on Hong Kong martial arts movies and Hong Kong ghost movies, which are fantastic. So it's nothing to do with that aspect. You know, just Dublin in this case really contributed to what was a weak storyline. So they, in the flashback, we started to find out because... Ronan has had to get treated psychiatrically. She's obviously deemed an unfit mother. She's only getting her kid back now under supervision, so social services. Oh, excuse me, I picked a great time to go live with um, <clears throat> bit of heartburn, lovely. But anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, she's damaged. She's trying to rebuild a relationship with her child who's only about four or five. And then she starts to get visited by an entity. It's all very strange. We're not finding it. It's a your typical, it's um, paranormal activity type stuff. Or I'm not a fan of those movies. Sorry, folks. Meh. It's just the way it is. All the same jump scares and that. But because of the pace in this movie, it's so slow. You don't get any jump scares. You're just kind of, okay, here we go. And it's coming. And it's coming. And there it is. Back to sleep. And the next thing. And it's coming. And it's coming. There it is. And that's kind of the way this movie goes. The only interesting part in it is the backstory of the three Ghostbusters, Ronan uh, being one of the members, going to the temple, discovering this um, sort of rare cult, and finding out what it's, you know, what it's about. So they inadvertently take part in the ritual and pledge themselves to Mother Buddha. And then find out that Ronan, while she's doing this, is pregnant. So she, in effect, pledges her daughter to 
and I'll say Mother Buddha because I don't believe. If you know, please correct me and fill in if you're more uh, knowledgeable about this than I am. But I don't think it's the same entity. I think they've just translated the name wrong or something. But this, you know, deity anyway, they've inadvertently pledged themselves to Anne Ronan pledges her daughter who's as yet unborn. Of course, uh, Yun is the he's the sort of goof up. He's the one that kicks everything off. No way, you, you've always got that one person that goes into the temple, desecrates it, picks up the idol, reads from the book. You know, he's that character. You know, it's kind of black and white, very, very uh, go by numbers. This one, so he's the one that starts. Like, it's not even he goes in anywhere. He's man. He starts breaking into places. Like even even setting the supernatural side of this, uh, putting that to the side, you're visiting somewhere, you're trying to find out what it is, you sneak the camcorder into the bag, because you see the camcorder jumping out and then the camcorder's in the back, and it's all very, you know, it's very badly done. Like most found footage movies are, they're all very badly done. Sorry Cameron, I know you're trying to convince me otherwise, but <laughs> I'll try and watch that one you were telling me about the 4D one, but I'm not a fan. Really not. They try too hard. It's, they've put themselves in too much of a box with this type of genre. Have the found footage, but have it as a, a plot device and have your third-person storytelling centered around it. And then you're good. And then have the mystery, you know, that just being the tip of the iceberg for the mystery, and then do some problem solving, not having the camcorder try to solve it for you because that's... It doesn't work. And anyone can tell me because there's... Archive 81 didn't get a second season. There's the only sort of successful one was the Blair Witch Project, which was because it was the first one. Let's be honest. After that, this is this whole genre is I know it has this cult following, but it's kind of fallen off a cliff. So God, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and make this interesting because it's really not. I'm sorry. Ronan then tries to save her daughter. And she tries to solve the mystery of these hauntings. And what it was, during ritual, she was told that every 10 years, she must pledge her daughter. So they try and get back to the temple. And loads of weird stuff happens. And then all the men folk are like sacrifices. And they're all strung up. And like half, some of them are half zombies. Some of them are eaten and... Jump scares and gore for gore's sake. It's just really good over the top to try and make this interesting, but the story's that weak that it doesn't work. I'm trying to think. This is, a, this is a hard one. Um, It's quite easily the worst movie I've watched in a while. It's just that tedious. And this is a shame I was looking forward to it. I, was thought, I, thought, I, was getting, I thought I was getting more sort of edgy horror like I got with the sadness, then again, that's me stereotyping. But um, when a bar's been set, like uh, South Korean movies, they have set the bar, the bar's quite high. So you know, if you're going to watch a South Korean movie, you've got that, you know, you've got that level. And then where it goes from there, it's cool. But at least you know that the get on the international scene, there's some sort of thought going to do it. As long as I maintain that standard, I always think that when I hear a South Korean movie, I'm like, yep, I'm all in. I don't want to think of this this way about Taiwanese movies now. 
I'm not saying this is the end of it. I'll more likely uh, keep an eye out. Another one comes up, and then I'll judge it in that. It could be the sadness was just a fluke, or this is just a really bad movie. One or two, you take your pick. God. So, Ronan's going doing research, and then you've got Yunan. I think that was the like supervisor of the social services where uh, Dodo was kept. He has everybody call him Daddy for some reason, which is yeah. Uh, now, I know in Chinese culture, I know Taiwan isn't part of China, but similar sort of cultures. I know uncle, father are honorifics. So I'm fine that it could be just a lost in translation thing. But it just comes across wrong. This guy as the hero, you know, comes across just not right. But he tries to help her to go through the plot, blah 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 blah. Go through the plot. It's really meandering and not exciting to watch at all. Then finally return to the temple. Ronan goes in, all things start creeping up and going boo, boo-tastic, woo, 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 all that kind of stuff. And it finishes off where Ronan sacrificed herself to save her daughter. And then it goes back to, you think that's the end of it, and then fix the other one with Dodo laying there, you know, getting on the camera. And that's it, you know. I was disappointed, as you can probably tell. Um, yeah. If you want to watch it out of morbid curiosity, Go for it, but don't expect to enjoy yourself. And I know it's quite harsh, but <laughs> have to call how I see it. And this was a hard one. I really felt like waiting through Treacle getting through this movie. So that's my review. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, keep an eye out on our channel. Uh, keep an eye out for other uh, segments. As usual, I'll be doing Horrific Tales Happens on Fridays, another new episode coming up with. More unboxings. We're on on Sunday again for live streams. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, keep up the deal with all our social medias. And until next time, folks, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific.